1: Big Crimbo chat. <laughs> OK, we're two weeks away and there's going to be more podcasts before Christmas, but this is how do you cater for a teenager's Christmas? How do you cater for Christmas as the parent of a teenager? <gasps> and Do we just
0: all need to just go <sighs> back a bit? Rewind a bit? Yeah. Not... Not let it be so much about what do we buy, what stuff do Mm. we need, what can we force ourselves to say that we want, what can we force our children to say what they want. You know, this year's taught us a lot about that, I think.
1: Yeah. Basically, they can have nothing.
0: (laughs) Hey!
1: Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. We've got Christmas with our teens and we want to run away. Hey!
0: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I want a two-year-old again. I I want want a wee one.
1: I want one between one and 11 or 12, where the innocence is still there.
0: I have to say, the other day on Loose Women in the break, I was asking Christine about her daughter, She's two. Oh. And I said, what's it like? She went, oh... We hide the elf for her and she looks for the elf on the shelf and I hide it in the toilet bowl and she finds the elf. And I was like, oh, I'm
1: just so jealous. I think we maybe need to issue a warning with this. This is a chat, this is a Mm. warts and all chat about Christmas and the realities of Christmas and the nightmare, not before Christmas but of Christmas, from the perspective of a teenager. Now, for anyone who's listening with little ones around... I would advise you to stop now.
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm giving you a little bit and of a just pause. be in
0: your moment. Be in your moment.
1: Yeah, because we're going to shatter some of the illusions that surround Christmas, not just for kids, but for parents. Because I have to confess, I can't think of anything much more traumatic than pretty much last year or the year before when I had to come to terms with the fact that our girls had reached the age where Father Christmas no longer arrived for them.
0: Yes, when they lost their sense of magic.
1: Mm, that's what I mean.
0: Mm.
1: Because he only comes up to a certain age.
0: Father oh, Christmas, we love you.
1: Why does he do that?
0: I don't know. But it's been a very difficult transition. I mean, it's very... Christmas is a weird one for us because Maddie is born on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it's all ever since, if I'm honest, Maddie's been born. I felt enormous pressure to be, to double, to to deliver. But that, it's interesting, double
1: way. yeah. It's interesting you say that. I mean, obviously, with Maddie on Christmas Day, that's a very intense and obvious double split and bind and demand on our time's attention and festivities. But I mean, to be honest with you, uh, Izzy, my eldest's birthday on the twentieth of December prior to Maddie being in the world, it was always kind of cleft Christmas in half anyway. It was very much as I was running towards Christmas. It's been, since I've been a parent, I've always been aware that birthday is first, Christmas is second. Um, which is hard and difficult in different ways for like Mad- for Maddie, obviously, because it's her birthday and it's Christmas Day. But it's also hard for Kiki, too, as a younger sister I've noticed over the years, because yeah. she has to make a bit of a gear change in the middle of yeah, the day. She's to she's so like else. that, isn't
0: she? Mm. But when they were little, oh, my God, just the dreaming of that magic. Oh, the Oh, putting out the biscuits and the milk. And, and finding Santa's footprints in the morning and... You know, the elves and the fairies... The elves the and the messages the and the messages the they left in
1: the garden. Oh, oh,
0: my God. Oh, God. Just
1: heaven. Heaven, because that wasn't the Christmas I had. I remember one the Christmas... the Christmas I
0: had? Huh? I had the Christmas I had. I mean, we had very simple presents, but um, Father Christmas made things very magical in our house too.
1: You see, I had a Father Christmas who, one year, I remember a little bit like the tooth fairies being told that unless things... Went the right way in my terms of my behaviour. Apparently, Father Christmas could go on strike. Ah. I didn't know. I didn't know this, but one of the guys I used to sell socialist work with at labrador Grove Station when I was seven. Mm. he said... The newspaper. The newspaper. um, He said that unless you behave yourself, um, Father Christmas could, well, go on strike. Mm. I was like, Christ. I said, will he go on strike? And I think he actually went into more detail. I think he said the elves go on strike and then Father Christmas can't deliver. Mm. So I always had this image that Father Christmas... was always kind of conditional, Father Christmas.
0: My mum was telling me the other day that they never saw the Christmas tree until Christmas morning. Wow. The the tree would arrive on Christmas Eve, you go to bed... Come down in the morning. The tree would be there, and the presents would be there. That's magical. So magical.
1: I suppose when you keep the magic, when you preserve the magic around those totem pole moments, if you like, like around a Christmas cake or a Christmas tree, and all that sort of stuff, you don't have the emphasis. Doesn't have to be on on the on the countless gifts and the range of gifts and the money spent on gifts. That's one of our that's one of our elves in the background just going to the
0: loop.
1: Um, do you know what I mean? I so mean, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah. I, and
0: I mean when you look back, I mean I was talking to my dad today, and you'll see more of this on our Vlogmas. If you don't follow us on YouTube, follow us on YouTube because we we have a daily reality show on there and it's just fabulous. All things Christmassy. But I was doing a little interview with my dad today in the garden, and he was talking about his first Christmas. Mm. Uh, no, not his first Christmas, what Christmas was like for him growing up in the Middle East, because he's mm. actually Roman Catholic, he's not Muslim. And just the absolute wonder mm. at the thought each night, each Christmas Eve, that in the morning they were going to go to the church and they would see a papier-mâché nativity. Claudio, and that
1: was the exciting moment of Christmas. That was
0: it. No food, no extra food, no Papier presents. Mache. No, yeah.
1: I oh, do you remember a time when papier-mâché was yeah. exciting. <laughs> I do.
0: And, and so he said, even now, he said, I'm trying to come to terms. Wow. With what Christmas is here, really, and it was really good for me that conversation because it just mm. reminded me: don't it's so easy to get into the panic. How do we deliver everything mm. to everyone? I mean, my friend Kay always says, "Christmas is a conspiracy to just work every parent to the bone, and, mm. and then still feel a failure at the end of it." <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I was <laughs>
0: sometimes ed- we've been so exhausted. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: well, I was editing vlogmas tonight, which is the the sort of reality show that we do on our YouTube channel, and. I have to say, there's a moment where it strikes us both and we're looking at each other and saying, Christmas seems to be just a countdown. I mean, if you think about Christmas, every part of it is a countdown. The advent calendar, the days to Christmas the the fight the song Twelve Days of Christmas everything's yeah. a countdown yes yeah, it? so and, and, and everything counts down to a panic an ineffable Whenever thing. Whenever you have a countdown. You have a slight sense of yeah panic. yeah. But you've got a countdown to an ineffable thing that kind of yes. vaporizes before yeah. you've got it, and that's why Christmas Day can be quite a disappointment. But it's interesting you should say that about your dad because I'm guessing what is the thrust of our conversation today, listener? And first, and hopefully last, Christmas in lockdown or semi-lockdown or whilst there's a pandemic raging around the planet. Um, is I suppose the question is, is that going to force us to have the kind of Christmas or consider having the kind of Christmas that perhaps made your dad so excited about papier-mâché?
0: Well, I, I am really, really wanting a very paired-down Christmas. I don't want to... Yeah. Receive lots of presents. I don't want to give lots of presents. Oh,
1: you sound to... bundle of fun.
0: No, but because for me, that isn't the fun. <laughs> no, I, know, I mean, I is. love to see the girls happy. Hmm. I love my mum and dad to feel all cosy and twinkly and feel looked after. I love your mum to have geek- be giggly and play Monopoly. And burst into this, tears
1: when she's bought a book
0: that someone else has got. These are the things that I love about Christmas. And, you know, I, I'm now struck with a bit of terror that you're mad, maniacally going to the shop tomorrow, shops tomorrow tomorrow. Yeah, that's
1: tomorrow. why you don't... <laughs> want me to go. Not because of... You were saying earlier, I don't think you should go to market tomorrow, Martin. I think... Do, do. No, because I know
0: you're going to buy me lots no, of presents.
1: No, 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 no I'm products? not. I'm not. I'm going to oh. go out. I'm going to... In, I really enjoy... I really enjoy the act of thinking about someone and buying them things that's for them. And, yeah, and so I, do I.
0: But I don't want loads of presents. No, it's not and about. I think And I think with this Christmas... I think, because I do feel panicked. Oh, you know, it's Maddie's birthday. Have we got her enough? Have we got mm. this enough? I think whatever we've got is enough.
1: But that's the perennial is problem enough. for parents, is Yeah, it is because we What's always
0: enough? think that we've got to get more. I mean, I know, you know, when they were little, I mean, we often laugh about it, don't we, with our friend Lisa, because Lisa's the same she didn't have much when she was a kid. You always do this last, the week before, mm. you rush out and buy loads of extra stuff because mm. you've got this panic fear that they're going to feel like, and it's usually just bits and pieces that they don't really need. Not well, that it costs a lot, but no, it's just a lot of it's stuff. It's the stuff that
1: bulks up their pile and yeah, makes stuff it look like... because you feel yeah, like you've, yeah. they've
0: got to have a big pile of presents. Yeah. And I think with social media, like with so many other things with social media, the pressure has increased so much on people, you know. I mean, I find it grotesque when people post photographs of huge piles of presents and all that, mm. because I always think... What about the people that can't have any presidents?
1: Do, do you not think that will happen far less this year? I mean, there is an I awareness amongst so. celebrity hope, circles and the rich. I hope rich.
0: so. Don't I hope think? so. And I, I, my heart really does go. I was talking to my mum about this today, actually. I was saying, because my dad was saying, you know, the thing is for us, he said, we were all poor. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to compare to. He said, it must be unimaginable. Mm. for children who, who who you know, who don't get the same, or parents that can't give the same. There's you know, huge financial pressure on people, isn't there, every year? And I'm hoping, like you say, that this year everyone will pare down mm. because there is something obscene. And we never spend a lot. We just buy lots of silly things, mm. don't we? But it's stuff we don't really need. But I really hope it is pared down and people are thinking about how other people are struggling, mm. you know,
1: to. I mean, if I'm honest, though, I mean, it, it, it is a huge. I, mean, I think your friend K is right. I mean, there's a huge pressure and burden put on us, and that's that's standard every Christmas. I mean, you know, one of the comments that came through on our social media said something like, "It's no diff- This year no different to any other year. It's always stressful. It's always difficult. Mm. There's never Financial enough money. Pressure. There's always the feeling that you could have got more, or that someone else has got something, and all that kind of stuff." But even parking all that aside, I find it particularly challenging this year, and I don't know whether this is because of the sophistication of the tech that our kids are all just very used yeah. to now um compared
0: to the fact that they've got a phone and they Well no, get no yeah but
1: also hand. that removes all those kind of all the all the compulsion yeah. to kind of sit around the television and that sort of shared viewing watching stuff I mean it's not that we don't do that we do do that but it becomes harder to corral the kind of willingness and, and presence of teenagers to sort of sit mm. with you because they've got so many quite worthwhile distractions. I'm not criticizing mm. them. You know, if I well, was a teenager, I, they've got movies,
0: yeah. they've got, I mean, they, they've got the whole world. I mean, Kiki They've got a... the whole world oh. in my hand. Oh,
1: please, we mustn't break into song here. We do no, that. They've got a whole
0: world in hand. And so you say, Oh, what do you want? And you're mm. wanting to buy something. And I think even more this year, you know, you're wanting to get them just the right present because they feel like they've had a shit year. And how can we fill the gaps? And, you know, and, and, and our girls are very. They say, you know, I'm all right, Mom. I don't need
1: a lot. Well, no, I said to Maddie earlier today, I said, well, come on. what? You know, give give us some clues. I mean, I feel like I'm saying that to everyone this year. You, I I asked Chi Chi uh, at Cockapoo the other day, what do you want? And she's looking at me now. And she just said nothing, and it was really frustrating. I do think,
0: though, and this is very much, you know, Christmas in a pandemic, Mm. I do think for lots of people it is because a lot of stuff has become ridiculous to Mm. me. Mm. You know, it's like when I see... I don't know somebody, you know, showing off a pair of four hundred pound shoes or a two hundred pound pair of trainers, and you just think it's all crazy when you think what we've been through this mm. year. What what is the point of all? Well, this? it all
1: feels it feels glib, it feels indulgent, yeah. it feels sort of disconnected. Immoral, I mean, almost. Yeah, immoral. I mean, I feel the same thing though when I hear people, and there are lots of people quite rightly, and I'm not there's no judgment here, but when I hear people say things like, "Oh God, come on, let's just think of going away and." I find even thinking about going away a little bit inappropriate at the moment because it seems so disconnected mm. from the experience most people are going through. They're not thinking about going away; they're thinking about surviving the month. And it's just like the thought of just jumping on a plane. I would—I don't know why—I just find it sort of almost offensive. But going back to what I was, yeah, when I asked Maddie, but what, yet, would you, what mm. when when I when I asked Maddie what would you like earlier today, she said, and there's a lot to be read into this. She said, uh, "I just want a case for my phone so it doesn't break," and I said. I can't I'm, buy you that for Christmas. That's just not, why can't we make it? No, terrible, no absolutely. We? And I said that and she looked at me and I thought, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Maybe this is the kind of thing that one should be why, you know, there's so much stuff that we're what is my criteria for thinking this isn't agreeable or or arrestable, or, or kind of not arrestable as not being arrested, but, you know, it's like... Because it's
0: not actually about what they want, no. it becomes about what you yeah. want to give them so that you can fix something in yourself. It's like people getting into huge debt to buy those mm. £300 trainers to, you know, it is it is a kind of madness that besets us all at Christmas. Total. I think everyone goes a bit beyond their means, you yeah. know, it's silly, it's just... It and is, I wonder... I wonder if we could just really just say, let's bring it right down, let's get, you know, let's just mm. get... One really nice present, and not get all the, the sort of the cheapest stuff that we mm. all buy to bulk it up. To say, oh, there's some bits, there's some bits, you know. Oh yeah, I'm just going to get some. Bit. What does bit, bits can add up? Oh my god! And yeah. add up and add up. Yeah, Before yeah. you know it, you've spent more. And than also because
1: bits are little, you need to get lots of bits to make yeah. it look like a lot. I
0: just think it's pointless.
1: a bigger question for me, I think, this Christmas is not just about presents. It's not just about whether the kids believe in Santa and believe Santa's going to arrive and all this kind of stuff and where are the elves and all this kind of malarkey Um, and whether they're putting out the milk and the biscuits. This year, I think a more pressing aspect of the whole thing is what are our teens and what are we as parents of those teens going to actually do? We've been told in this country that we can have five days where essentially three, three households can mix. Mm, um, which, quite
0: frankly, I think it's insane. Well, I think it's... When in, our numbers are rising. Well, when point.
1: our numbers are rising, it seems insane. But at the same time, teenagers, by and large, are resisting wanting to observe any of the rules at the moment. And that's because they've had, they're sick and tired. They're sick and tired, they are had enough. They're not the only category, but we're talking as parents. You know, we were out the, the other 60s night. The over-60s are
0: pretty bad
1: too. Yeah, the over-60s are pretty bad. We were out in London the other night. We could see that there were a lot of... You know, now that's not to say they weren't all out and they were in their groups and they were drinking, but they were not socially distancing and it was not... You know, this was not observing the rules. So, I, you know, I worry that are we going to get the thing that I've talked about a few times, which is in those five days, a sudden glut of sudden hedonism. Mm. Of an extraordinary, mm. of an extraordinary yeah. calibre, yeah. Yeah. that's going to make things even worse. And um, it's
0: difficult for parents, isn't it? Because that control, mm. I suppose, that we've had, where we know they can't go out, they can't have people around, and suddenly, oh, they can go to this bubble or they yeah. go to that bubble. I just wondered how many people. And, and I'd love to hear your comments worrying about that. And, and also it's not very clear because, say, for example... the fact that they're now closing the schools because whoa, of the spreading Absolutely, spreading.
1: And in London, parts of London and Essex, they're doing it. Um, the thing that strikes me as really confusing is to say, for example, in our situation, one bubble would naturally be your your family next door, so that would be another household. Nanny, Nanny die, my mother is in our bubble. So we've still got one other bubble to choose. So we choose, say, Maddy's boyfriend's family, Patrick. And so you've got your three bubbles. But... It's not that easy because for Patrick's family, one of their household, are they willing to let just one member of their household of four or five people choose us as one of their households? Three bubbles.
0: So complicated. It's so, and I'm sure it's so complicated. You know, for so many parents, you're having these discussions, this mm. you know, so a lot of Christmas is about these discussions, yeah. whereas normally it would be yeah. oh, you know, who's getting the nibbles for the party that yeah. we're having on such that so so it is different. It is gonna be a very different Christmas, yeah. no matter what anybody says.
1: But do you know what? But I, what
0: I want is a pared down one. I, I would like for us to be brave enough to give each other promises like what you know, what the girl for instance I know, and Maddie is a proper teen, you know, and she's got her life and everything. And she, there's less and less that she wants to do. But we know the things she loves to do. With us. Mm. Like if I said to Maddie, "Let's sit down and show me all the things on the, your phone that are making you laugh and that mm. you love," she would probably sit with me without moving for three hours. Yeah. You know, if I were to say, "Let's get all the photos out and look through all the photos," she'd spend the entire day doing well, if you it. You said, "Let's sit down and watch
1: all the Harry Potter films or, back to back." Yeah.
0: That there's no gift like that no. for her. So well, why don't we do that? I'm serious. No, but I'm seriously thinking, and this is what I'm going to suggest to you guys. If you're struggling with money or mm. ideas or whatever, I, I still believe it doesn't matter what age they get to. You can still, the gift of time, if you meet them on the same level, just like when they were toddlers, is the thing that they want most. Yeah. If you say, "Right, well, we are all going to sit around, we're going to have a raging row over Monopoly, and we're all going to fight, mm. we're going to laugh, and we're going to be silly, no better gift, mm. you know, on that day. Well, I
1: have to confess, I think one of the things that we as parents, and I think all parents listening to this can probably put their hand in the air and say they've, they've not done this, is we have always, always got our eye on the clock. And that's often for very, you know, when we spend time with our children. We well, and usually, well, and there's often very justified reasons for that. Our eyes are on the clock due to tiredness, a lack of sleep, working too hard, too, working too many hours, too many jobs. Trying to
0: keep a lot, different to keep people a lot of people happy. Absolutely. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, so let's do this for the kid, but then how will your mum feel? Yes. Or da, da, da. Yeah. Well, what, well, what, right, I've got to do that because my yeah. mum dad are coming over. I've got yeah. So it is all, we spend every yeah. Christmas, like most parents on the planet, sorting out everybody else. To actually give ourselves the time to go, do you know what, I'm just going to sit with my children and be in their headspace. It's the greatest gift you can give them. And
1: I think the biggest gift that both of our our girls would like would be for us to say there is an almost open-ended commitment in a day to us doing something. It's not like we've got to do it until this time because obviously you've got to go to bed at some point. But do you know what I mean? I do think you're right. I think there's something really to be said for the gift of time. And I know that also with my eldest girls, Izzy and Fleur, I know that for them... One of the things that they have requested, and both, you know, it's quite difficult in lockdown and with geographical distance, is time with me and time with, you know, the rest of the family on their own, one to mm. one, one to one time with their dad. I know they want that, mm. they need that because, you know, there is also that dynamic mm. of being, you know, a blended mm. family or a mixed. Well, that's a, that's family. a
0: great one for anyone with a blended family. Mm. So yeah, you might your 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 children might love your new family, might love your mm. new husband or wife and their kids but that doesn't mean that that they won't know how to ask for that time with you on their own and that's a gift that you can give them say your kid you know some people might be laughing and go you're yeah, right if i gave my teenager the gift of time but actually no because no matter what your kid is into so say i'm thinking of my friend lisa and i'm thinking of her youngest and he he loves basketball mm. and he would play basketball for hours now he still loves his mum to be, If she, you know, and she does. She goes and she watches him and he loves it and he's a mm. proper teen. You know, if your kid is into computer games and you've never, ever looked at one before, you always say this, go and say, I'm just going to sit with you and just mm. see what you're into. Someone
1: would play a computer game with me. So
0: whatever your kid is into, if you say you'll hand over time to just be mm. with them and do it. You will create a magical Christmas with your teen again. I oh my really god, I've suddenly
1: that. got excited. I've suddenly heard the tinkle-tinkle of sleigh bells and mm. I got the magical feeling. You just
0: gotta rethink the magic.
1: You have got to rethink the magic. Mm. And the great thing is, is you don't have to buy that, do you?
0: Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm trying to look for ways where it's not about money and it's not about what you've got and what I haven't got and what you and squeezing out of what you could possibly still want.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? we go back to what a gift is a gift is to warm somebody's heart Mm. you know by something and warm your own heart when you give it to them but if you've had to squeeze it like a dry line then is it really a gift
1: i'm also quite keen to share with the listener a thought that we had which we thought you know obviously it being it's also maddie's 18th birthday this year and something we thought about which is obviously can't be specific or pinned down due to the circumstances we all find ourselves in with coronavirus I think there's a really rich idea that you suggested and that we've kind of tabled, which is the idea of saying to your child, look, at some indeterminate point next year when it's allowed and free and clear... We will offer, you know, we'll offer to buy you an experience to go somewhere to be somewhere. That's what she to, said. I just yeah. want
0: experiences you know, with no, my absolutely. friends. Absolutely, because yeah. sometimes
1: it could be it could be a gig, it could be a festival, something experiential. A train
0: ticket, a bus yeah. ticket to yeah. to Brighton. Yeah, you know? even and if a, you were to a, find a, a, yeah. a
1: yeah Crofters' cottage a, on the Isle of Skye yeah. for you, a, you, a child of yours and their partner to go to, it's like whoa, you that you know those Brighton. are the weird things that will make kids feel grown up.
0: Mm. Yeah. Or even just like you know a voucher for Pizza Express, where you you and yeah. a mate can go and eat. And these I wouldn't things... do
1: vouchers because so many companies are going oh, that's bust. True. Forget, yeah, no, forget that. But do you know what I mean. I mean I think you can make you can make you can make gestures that are yeah okay. There's a financial component, sort of like a you know a trip away, but it's just something that you can park at the back. It makes them think differently. It makes. But them... I
0: think you can just whatever your means are. I mean some people would buy their kids a weekend in New York. Yeah. Other it's within your means. Yeah. You know if it's if it's a travel card up to the South Bank. Yes. Yeah. You know, and a prêt-a-manger. Yeah. whatever it is, I think experiences because they are gonna be so dying to get out well, and do those things that they couldn't do.
1: Well, I think we should hear from Maddie and Carlitos, don't yeah.
0: we? I can't it's... remember what I what it was that I asked them because I think it's I think changed what... course. How we were What how are their we were... feelings
1: about the first Christmas in lockdown and in yeah. coronavirus? It's the first COVID Christmas, isn't
2: it? Uh I think with this Christmas <laughs> obviously uh everything's very different um I don't know I just feel the this year has felt so weird because it's partly felt so long it's felt like a lifetime and that was mostly during the first lockdown but at the same time it's gone so fast like I can't believe we're already two weeks away from Christmas I think everybody's kind of just in at this point where they don't really know where to put themselves and it's hard to believe that Christmas is even around the corner. Like, it doesn't feel like it should be Christmas at all. I don't feel at all Christmassy, you know, even the house is very Christmassy. I still don't really feel it. And it's really annoying because I feel like this Christmas was going to be kind of the biggest one for me because obviously my birthday's on Christmas as well. And it's my 18th birthday, my birthday. (laughs) Um, And I was, you know... I've been looking forward to turning 18 forever <laughs> from, you know, ages. Um, and in my head it was kind of going to be the most exciting and, like, the biggest build-up. And it just kind of feels so, I don't know, anti It's just very... <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, but pretty much everyone I know feels... Like, I don't know a single person that feels Christmassy that, you know, any of my friends... Um, it just feels weird it just doesn't feel like it we're ready for Christmas yet it's not the right time and I mean yeah I mean there's been a few years now obviously because I'm getting older where I, I don't feel as Christmassy as I would as a kid I, I don't expect to feel as Christmassy as I did back then but like even the past few years I've still been kind of excited to the run, run up um you know the first of December's like oh my god first of December you know but I haven't felt any of that at all and i do really just think that's because of covid because i thought this was going to be the one i was most excited about because obviously it's my 18th as well but yes also talking speaking of that um you know having my birthday and christmas on the same day is quite it sucks really i feel like as a child i always thought it was really cool and it was you know it was such a like a magical thing to me obviously when i believed in certain things (laughs) um but as I've gotten older, you know, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's just really annoying. I don't even know what, and it sounds so bad, but it's like, it's not all about me. And, you know, my fam, like, my parents are great at making it feel like it's my day. Um, but it's just that thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, everyone's getting presents. Like, it's not just me, how normal people on, like, their birthdays get. And also whenever I meet someone for the first time and they find out that I'm Born on Christmas Day they go oh wow and then they go that must suck and I'm like yes um but yeah I also think it's kind of a cool thing but I just I'm upset that I don't feel like at all excited or Christmassy about this Christmas because it's also just another big one for me because I'm turning 18 and they also then annoying thing about it is well. it's like, oh, I'm turning 18, but I'm not going to be doing any of the stuff I would be doing when I'm 18 because nowhere's open. <laughs> so it's just kind of that thing. It just feels like a bit like a pointless year and a pointless Christmas slash birthday. Um, and yeah, I feel like with with parents when it comes to Christmas, it's very... <laughs> I think my parents are very sweet, but they're getting to the point where they're more excited about Christmas than we are, and it's because they're trying to like get us excited as well, which is cute. But um, <laughs> but it doesn't work, um, and it's weird because the house is really Christmassy at the moment. We have like three trees and loads, of, you know, snow village and everything, and I just don't feel Christmassy from it. I feel like for me now, as I'm getting older, and this must just because I'm an negative person but when I see people do a lot of like Christmas decks and a lot, put a lot of effort into making it look Christmassy it feels more forced to me than if you just got like a tree and a few things you know a few lights um, I don't know just as I'm getting older I feel like Christmas is kind of like a forced happiness it sounds so dark and teenagery, I get it but that's you know that's how I feel and I know quite a few people that feel like that as well and it's just kind of like Oh yeah, this is the day where everyone should be happy and love everyone. Do you know what I mean? And it's a bit like, well, maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe I don't want to. But I feel like that's the kind of person I'm. I won't be like that as I get older. But at the moment, I'm just like, why? <laughs> God, you know, it's Christmas. I get it. But I think our, you know, our house is really looks really great, and um, it's sweet that adults kind of start getting more excited than the children do I don't know if that's the case for everyone but it is with my parents dad is the always the most excited about Christmas I remember he was so heartbroken uh when it was like the first Christmas that both me and Kiki you know knew the truth and he was really upset and he was trying to like keep the magic and it just wasn't there but yeah I don't know it's just just this Christmas just it just doesn't feel like Christmas for me this year hasn't even really felt like a year it's just been i tell you what this year feels like. It just feels like a very long, wasteful day. (laughs) Like, just a very, very long day is what this year has felt like and now we're in December and we're coming up to Christmas. It's insane. I just feel like even though there's been so much time, there's been no time to just kind of be like, sit and be like, oh, this is where we are in the year in our lives. It's kind of been rushed at us, but also not at the same time because we haven't really been doing anything. It's just so weird. I just feel so weird at the moment, so I, I, you know, I don't know what this Christmas is going to be like because I feel practically nothing towards it. Um, I know some people that aren't even bothering putting up any Christmas decks or, like, a tree or anything this year because they're, like, you know, don't have that kind of... (laughs) Christmassy feet I have that kind of feeling which is sad but I I totally get it. And yeah, about like tradition when it comes to Christmas I think when I'm when I move out and when I'm like, you know got a family and all of that I don't think I'll go as big as my mum does with Christmas decorations. I feel like I'll be more kind of one tree <laughs> um, and like a few fairy lights and something here or there but I don't think I would have like the snow village and you know three trees and i probably unlike us have something like we never have anything outside of the house you know when people usually have lights and decorations outside we don't really have that and i i don't really like it when i mean it's it's nice to look at but i wouldn't really want one of those houses where they go crazy outside the house but i'd want you know probably like fairy lights around the windows and stuff kind of pretty and subtle (laughs) I think uh, mum a bit extra with it, but, you know, it's still nice. But, yeah, I do, I feel sorry for, I think, parents this Christmas. I don't, I obviously I can't speak for everyone, but certainly with mine, I feel like they're trying very hard to kind of bring the Christmas spirit, but there just is such a, uh, a lack of it this year. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, I feel like once it is Christmas, I'll probably be fine, but it just feels very weird at the moment. Oh well,
0: I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Oh. I was sitting here sticking my fingers up to that. God, oh, she, so really,
1: she really attacked oh, your extra. Oh,
0: Oh, but I'd quite like some fairy lights outside. What, the one place? I haven't put fairy <laughs> lights. That's where you'd like them. She, Bloody kids.
1: So it's very clear that we are Jeez. trying too hard.
0: Yeah, but where we didn't, we didn't put any fairy lights outside. <laughs>
1: I think. What I said d- to
0: her earlier, you know, when 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 you have kids, um, do you think you'll do a snow village? I heard you no, mom, very unlikely. Well, would you let me come and do the snow village for the grandkids? And she just laughed.
1: Well, yeah, because she doesn't want. And
0: you to yet, laugh. and yet, when I said November, maybe I won't do a snow village this year. She went, No, no, you've got to do a snow yeah, village. I think she wants to. <laughs> she
1: wants to. But rebu- I think what sort of being favourable. I think yeah. what I heard within that was what I think we have to acknowledge is there in most of yeah. our youngsters, which is a deep malaise. Yeah. There's I'm a deep depression, a deep malaise. Don't she not jolly me
0: out of it.
1: Yeah, she feels a flatness. They all feel a flatness. They're not going to be, you know, moved on from that. Too much has been limited. Too much has been taken away. Carefreeness has gone. And it's, you know, they. one of the things about being a teenager and being nearly 18 or even 12 and 13 and all that is you want to escape your toddler self mm. you want to escape your childhood so you get nostalgic for it again when you're older they will when they're older get very nostalgic for all this stuff but yeah, right they now they are uh, d- yeah. diametrically opposed I, I get, to what we're I mean, trying I'm to do I'm kind
0: of joking but I'm really pissed off
1: about some yeah. subtle fairy lights outside right. get Carlitos on get Carlitos on oh, maybe he'll be a bit more cheerful
0: oh, I hope so yeah Bloody hell, oh, Maddie. Almighty, now I'm not blooming Christmassy. I was no, about to. Do like about doing what? Taking all the trees down. Let's you take everything on. down. Let's take them all down and yeah. see what they do.
1: Let's just put, why don't we just That'd put the biggest tree we've got in the front garden?
0: I wish I had the energy to take all the trees down.
3: Oh, God. And and then just then put, put them back up. up. Carly Carly Toss. Well, you know, I love Christmas, it's my favourite time of year. Um, I love everything about Christmas every element of you know the festivities the family, food, presents it's it's just got this like magic um, to it and it's, it always will for me so a Christmas in lockdown will not make too much of a difference because the magic is still there and we can still celebrate with our loved ones but with just a few restrictions in place Um, It is weird, I mean, we've never gone through anything like this before and although we've had a practice run at a full lockdown, we actually haven't had a practice run at lockdown at Christmas, Um, you know, so we still don't know really what exactly to expect. Um, I think mum and dad, or or parents in general actually, um, I think they obviously feel a little stressed uh, I know a lot of parents tend to feel stressed around Christmas time. Um, what with all the gift buying and the shopping, which which ties into the topic of what to get teenagers for Christmas, actually. Um, I remember a few years ago, my mum asked me what I'd like for Christmas, and I remember just saying, oh, nothing really. And she was like, what? Nothing. And I'm, I was I was saying, I can't, know. I, d- I don't know what I want. And... That, I mean, th- there just wasn't much that I wanted. It's not that it's not that we don't want anything. It's that there's nothing that we want. Um, and I don't know if that makes sense, but we don't want to wake up on the 25th and there to be literally nothing. It's not that. It's just that we can't think of anything we want. Nothing really appeals to teenagers anymore. I mean... If you look at the Christmas adverts and stuff, there's loads and loads of Christmas adverts, like toy shops and things like that for kids. And then you get, like, Bailey's adverts and and Sainsbury's adverts, and you get all ones that would, like, the target audience would generally be for adults. But there's nothing really in that market for teenagers, if you think about it. So nothing really, like, appeals to us anymore. You know, so we don't, we don't really mean we don't want anything. It's just we can't think of anything that we would want. So, yeah, I mean, I still love Christmas. I, I, you've just got to make the best, you know, play the cards you're dealt, just make the best situation out of what you've been given, you know. Um, I still love Christmas. I always will love Christmas. Um, it just reminds you not to take those things for granted, you know. It um Every, like, I think this whole year has taught us a whole lesson, and not to take things for granted. But um, I just I love Christmas. I always will. I don't think it'll ruin the magic for me. I think the magic is still there. Um, yeah, I just I can't wait. I love Christmas so much. <laughs> um, I'm
0: going to ring Lisa and ask if I can swap colleagues <laughs> for Maddie. Um, but can I just say something,
1: <laughs> something that Carlitos just specifically there mentioned, yeah. which I think is really key and really important, um, is that I do think we have a real problem with catering for teenagers. I mean, I've talked about this when we when we were promoting our book, "Hunting Our Homeschooled Kids." One of the things that we kind of railed against is the fact that adults have a very limited understanding of what teenagers are and what they're into. So conversations generally pivot from between adults and teenagers around what are you studying where are you going mm. what grades mm. did you get because there's no attempt att- yeah there's yeah. no attempt to move beyond that also combined with technology you know the days of when i was a teenager most of the shit that i clobber that i was getting was either clothes uh, music, as in vinyl, cassettes, yeah. or CDs,
0: you
1: can't do that now. or DVDs, or VHSs, yeah. or films. No, now true. everything's yeah. virtual, everything's yeah. online. Everything. So you, you, this idea of ownership has become a very different thing. Mm. It's like you don't. Own, I mean, you,
0: CDs were such a yeah, massive thing. But even now,
1: it's like the other day I was kind of locked out of Spotify, and you don't even own a track that you buy. So kids don't have the ownership thing. It's no. become we're getting a generation yeah. now where. Especially for teens, there's very little to own. And if yeah. you look at the fashion interests of a lot of teenagers—not all, obviously—but a lot, certainly our teenagers—they are tugging Ooh, directly hand. away yeah. from brands. So once they again, get,
0: they only buy secondhand clothes. Yeah.
1: So once again, they only go on their own Depop, their own apps, and all this kind of stuff. So it's very hard for a parent to, to sort of smash in there and try and buy stuff for them. So I'll I tell you, I've hit on something.
0: Just give them some experience. experiences. Give them your time. Give, give them your make time. Make a little yeah. jar with little folded-up messages that they can claim, that they can claim.
1: But that's the problem. But Carlitos has honed in on the problem. None of them want to wake up to nothing, though. Yeah. And that's the crisis for the parent of a teen at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's a real crisis. We're sat here, I'm racking my brains, going into my room, looking at a paucity of boxes and going, what the fuck are we going to give them? Time's fine, but I can't box it up, can I? Mm. It's frightening. Anyway,
0: you know, you've got to think always of the people that, like, what am I going to give them? Because they can't afford to give them anything. And that's why, you know, we just, I just think, like you said, what this pandemic has shown us even even more keenly and clearly than we knew it, but even more, it's like, it's not fair the way the world is. It's not fair that some have so much and some have so little. And my heart really goes out to God, the struggle at this time of year for so many. I literally, brutal.
1: I'm going to. Go out shopping tomorrow, because I'm already in a panic. But I know I'm not going to be able to get anything. I know I'm not going to find anything. What am I going to do? I feel like now the next ten days is going to be horrendous. Well, I'm just
0: not going to do it. I'm not playing the game.
1: What are you going to do? Put your time in a box?
0: Yeah.
1: And put a bow on it and just say, you've got my time. Oh, I've got my few bits and they're really nice and that stuff.
0: I'm not going to... What about this? What about this horrible
1: realisation? This horrible realisation? They don't want our time. Hmm. They do. Do they?
0: Ah, they really do. All right. Merry Christmas. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Ta-da!